to Soul to Soul. This is going to be a, a solo segment uh, without my partner in crime, brother from another mother, Dan. Um, so there's a lot of energy that's in flux. We're in uh, February 2021, and you could listen to this at any point in time, and it may resonate for you in some way, shape, or form. However, there's a lot going on um, in regards to love. It's not just Valentine's Day. Um, and Valentine's Day is actually kind of like in the middle of the month, right? It's one of the shortest months of the year. But there's this overall um, theme of self-love, inner love, um, how does love show up for you? How do you emulate love? Where is love imbued in the things that you do, say, or participate in? And what have we been led to believe in regards to love? There's a lot of things that I get to see of um, how we have been programmed. I mean, we watch TV, it's called programming, and um, how social media can influence our vision or perspective of love. True love or real love, uh, for me, um, as a Buddhist and an individual is completely different um, from anyone else. This is why when you find a soulmate or you find someone that, you know, you connect, you click, it's so, like, amazing, right? It, it, it leaves a mark. It's an impact. And the reason is because you somewhat draw that. Like when you are in that space of love or loving or becoming love or being love, there is something that uniquely happens, the magic, and you draw people into your space, either, you know, kindred souls or opposites. Um... I'm not one, and I have in the past, to say, oh, you know, if you draw a narcissist or, or something of that nature, and, hey, you know, you've got to take responsibility for that. Um, no, because if you're a good person and you have good intentions and you know love, it's not about being naive and it's not to shame yourself or guilt yourself and how you've loved or learned love. Um, it's more of what is this teaching me? Like if you do have someone in your space that is somewhat toxic or um, different, different without putting a label, how are we feeling or sensing and utilizing the tools or experiences that we've already had to determine whether this is good? And it is about intention. It is about where are we in that space to then say, 
hey, this isn't, this isn't good for us, but why are we still attracting it? Why are we still um, attracted to them or find it compelling in some way? Uh, some of us are healers, fixers, t teachers, mentors. We're definitely students. Um, and I, I kind of get this really strong feeling, especially for myself, that if you don't kind of awaken or realize how you have to own it, there's no excuses about these types of experiences or connections you're not learning. You're going to repeat history. You know, it's, uh, I watched a movie, The Little Things, and there's a line in there that says, the past becomes a future, becomes a past, becomes a future. It's a, we tend to repeat things, and it, it can be ancestral, generational. Um, you know, you, you may say, hey, my mom had a certain something, something happened. <laughs> And uh, I kind of am going through the same something. And it, this isn't, it's not a fluke. There are no coincidences. There are no coincidences at all in life. These are things that manifest because we either create it in some way, shape, or we collaboratively work together because we're tied together um, with our energy. And here, these things come into our energetic field, our space. So how do we make space for better? Um, look, a friend um, suggested this, this video, and it was passed along. And it's a comedian. His name is Daniel Sloss. And it's called The Jigsaw. And a lot of people probably already know this. Me? No, not so much got to see it and it was like the beginning it kind of like it's like that dangling carrot and you know there's something here there's something deeper it's not it's not necessarily funny but we're going to make it funny because it's one of the things in life you have to laugh at something especially if it's painful especially if it's deep and then he got to a point um, later, maybe like two-thirds in, I would say, more than halfway. And it just, boy, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. It was very heavy in the sense of it was completely aligned with what I had come to know. And it was indisputable. So there was no argument. And if you find an argument with it, then you're resisting and you're causing your own suffering. Um, I didn't resist. I, I opened up to it and I said, you know what? Right on. Spot on. Absolutely, 100%. You, you have to love yourself. But if we're not taught that, we're not told that, we're not validated in that way and we always seek to be rewarded for love for loving we want to see a result we want to see hey the game changer we want to see the um the 
picket fence, the house, the car in the driveway, you know, the trophy spouse, whatever it is. All the ducks in a row. And life is not necessarily that way. Um, that's not true love. So there is a book called True Love by one of my favorite little Buddhist monks. And if you look it up, it's very easy to find. Mm-hmm. But there's four pillars, and each one is given an example. It's very simple. And there's these really deep stories to provide some enlightenment of the meaning of each of those pillars. Now, I come to know this, not just by reading and meditation and practice, but I didn't realize it for myself until recently when I went through a loss, or I would say my death as the person in the relationship. I mean, let's think about this. When we break up with someone, regardless of whether it's good, bad, or different, obviously you feel compelled to do something, right? Or it becomes so, such a burden that you, you feel, okay, I need to kind of step away, step back, whatever it is, however you want to call it. Animal, vegetable, and mineral. <laughs> and in the breakup, what really happens is who you thought that other person was, you know, it could be, you know, maybe they did something and you had to stop. It's not that you didn't love them, not that you wanted to break up or detach, it's just Something had to, you had to stand up at that point. For me, it wasn't just, you know, the person, me, how I saw that person and how it was so different or slightly different or even, hey, this is the person, this is how they showed up in that moment. It was how I could see myself through them. They never saw me or they didn't see me. And it's possible that they felt the same, but no. (laughs) They didn't see me and they did not believe for whatever reason or maybe reflect it what they knew or didn't know, except that they did something. And that let me know, hey, you you can't see me. You can't see me because of whatever pain, um, whatever you're experiencing, um, whether you're too busy, to this, to that, to that, whatever it is, you didn't see me. And it's not something about getting attention, it's that when you are present 
fully present with another person, another being, creature, whatever, you're there. You're there for them. It's unmistakable. If they cannot see you for who you are, sense you, and see your value or your worth, then you have to enact true love for yourself. Be real love because love is not just about the other person. It's how you show up. So for me, it was like, hey, I died because, you know, that that image of whatever being reflected or projected or enacted let me know many things about them, but it, it I died for them in that moment. No matter how wonderful you are, if you are not recognized for showing up exactly as you do, then yeah, that's something to discuss. That's something, you know, if you have that option. But at um, the point I was at, There were little breadcrumbs <laughs> along the way that were kind of saying, hey, hey, little whispers, like just little moments to let me know, you know, if it happens once, if it happens twice, it's twice too many. And then when it happens, and it happens in such a way, you have to kind of say, this isn't for me. This isn't me. Hey, whatever you're seeing, that's not me. And if you have to keep repeating it, just know with, with all your heart that you are doing the biggest act of love you can do for yourself, not just another person by detaching. And it's not that cut and dry. There are emotions involved, but embrace it. Don't hide from it. Don't run from it. Don't feel you have to resolve it, tie it in a bow, put it in a box, wrap it up, put it in a closet. No, let it sit. Let it give yourself that nurturing like you would a child. Hold it. Hold it. And say, okay, it happened. And do whatever it is you need to do to then let it go. Emotions are energy emotion. They pass through us, and they resonate. So anything you experience, if it's sadness, remember other people are impacted by it, not just in our physical space or physical form, but energetically. We feel it. We sense it. Um, If you're happy, 
same thing. And it's okay. It's all okay. Happy or sad. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is okay. It's the highs and lows. And it, there's hidden blessings. There's hidden blessings, gifts. And all I can say is I, I'm grateful. I, I have no regrets. No, not at all. Did I stop loving? No. Did I resent this person and have anger? The frustration for me is that when I show myself and I don't hide myself, is realizing when that other person still, still insists you are not who you are in every way, shape, or form, that right there is painful. It's painful. So I can say I experience pain and uh, I experienced a lot of love. And I, I do love them. Love doesn't just stop on a dime. No, then it's not love. I still have love for the person I will continue to love the person and wish them happy as I would for myself. And if you come from that place of inner aspect in, in to out as um, so below as above, that leaving the external as a resonance of your energy within. It's a very healing practice. It's not that you're not going to stop thinking about it. Hey, think about it, but keep an open heart. And don't blame yourself. Don't beat yourself up. You do go through that, but realize, hey, now, how, how can you, with good intentions, with your whole presence, with an open heart, blame yourself? That's something somebody taught you or something you saw that's not naturally an occurrence when you love yourself. You're gentle, you nurture, but it, it's a human response. It can be a human response because of the times that we live in. So I hope this has been beneficial, this little lip on the radar, I'm going to call it that, in February, and um, please know that your beauty often is seen through others, but know and trust your intuition that you know yourself more than someone else knows you. Develop that relationship, develop that trust, develop, 
that loyalty and commitment to yourself. And if for whatever reason there was a misunderstanding, something, hey, it's a mistake. It's not the end of the world. It really isn't. Forgive yourself and forgive others. Love is love and it's powerful medicine. Use it, <laughs> not abuse it, just use it and um, make the world better. Love you guys. Be safe out there. Thank you for being here on Soul to Soul. You've been listening to Soul to Soul with Myra and Dan. Look forward to seeing you again on the next one.